Shalom, Abrachor, Abdul Masech is getting Naf Samach. Today's Naf discuss leaning from one Chumash. We only have one Chumash there, missing the other four. We learn about writing excerpts of the Torah, how Moshe wrote the Torah, was it piecemeal or all in one shot? We discuss, uh, we compare Torah Shavikstav and Torah Shavapeh. We learn about moving the Erev Chatzeris and shearing a river. We begin with the Bnei Galila, they sent a Rebbe. Chalba question. What happens after the Koyin and the, and the Levi get the Aliyah? Who gets Yisrael first? So he didn't know. He sent the Shalat Shevitz Chaknafcha, who answered, after the Levi, you call a Talmud Chacham who's in charge of supporting the community. And after him, you get the Talmud Chacham who would be Roy to be in that position, to be appointed. And after him, we get the children of Tamid Chachamim whose parents support the community. And fourth, you get the head of Shuls and the, the Rosh Hashivas and then everybody else. Or it sounds like them with everyone else. Next, the Beneglila asked Rebbe Chelboy, what's the halacha if you have only one sefer, just a chumish, one section, a fifth of the Torah in Shul? Can you lane that by laning? He didn't know Yashav Yitzchak, and he didn't know, so they brought the Shalat to the base Medrash, and they, and they brought a raya from Rebbe Shmuel by Nachman and He says that if a sefer Torah is missing, a column, a urea, don't lane from it. But the Gemara says that's not a raya, because over there, the ter- the Torah was actually missing a piece. That's why you shouldn't lean from it. But over here, you have a complete safer. This is what this Chumash is supposed to have. Both Rabbah and Rav Yosef say that do not lean from a Chumash, from one safer in the base Madras because of, in the base Haknas says, because of Kavoid Tzibor. Next, Rabbah and Rav Yosef also say that a safer made up of only half Torahs without the rest of Nach, you can't read that on Shabbos. Not only that, it becomes Muksa. According to my Baravashi, because it's not Shalem. And you can't use it for laning, so what are you going to do with it? It's Moksa. But the Gemara says that's not the Halacha. You are allowed to lane from it, and you are allowed to move it, because Rabbi Yechonon and Rish Lakish, they used to read from Svarim of Agadatan Shabbos. Uh, you're not supposed to write just excerpts, just the Agadatas. The Gemara says, in the case of Shasan Trak, you have no other choice. We're going to forget the Torah. Eis Lasus Lashem, Hefeiru Terascha. The Pasuk says, in Tehillim, so, so too. Rabbi Yechon and Rishlakish, they were writing down this to be able to teach the children Torah. And in, in the Tzibor, rather, you could have, uh, they weren't able to write down the entire Navi, so they'd write down Sifrei Haftarah. Nowadays, Baruch Hashem, we have printing presses, and it's quite easy to get a full Torah, full Nach, full Tanach. So, laying it from there. Next, Abai asks Rabbah, can you write a Megillah, just a, an excerpt of the Torah, for a Talmud to learn from? This is a kasha on both the Bandamaro hold that the Torah was written one Megillah, one section at a time. It's also a kasha on the Bandamaro who says that Moshe Rabbeinu waited and, and wrote the entire Torah in one shot. Because if you hold that it was, it was written as it happened in the Midbar, did he attach, did he write down every Megillah as he got it? Or do we go by when he attached it? When Moshe Rabbeinu was told one of the parishes of the Torah, he wrote it down at the end of 40 years when he had the full Torah, then he att- attached it together with, with Gideon. And he, he sewed them into one big Torah. It's also according to Mandamur holds that the Torah was given complete. That Moshe logged it all on his head and at the end of his life he wrote it all out. So maybe you shouldn't write out one portion of it. On the other hand, maybe we can. And according to the first Mandamur, Moshe was writing them out piecemeal, so can we. Rabbi answers, no, don't write down one portion of the Torah. Why? Because you're not supposed to write it down. That's our Masaira. Uh, we learned that Hilni wrote down the parasha of Saita on the, a gold tablet for the, the current to, to be able to write it over for the Saita. 
So the Gemara answers that's not a kasha. Rishima Ben Lakish explains, Rish Lakish, in the name of Rivyanai, that he just wrote down the simonim of it in Aleph Bays. I, the Kohen used to look at it and re- write it over from those tablets. It said in the tablets, he wrote that over. No, the Gemara says even that, it didn't write it all out. It just started off those psukim. It didn't even, even though Hilni did write out a lot of it, she made sure not to write out the entire section of the Torah. It's a, it's machlekas tanam the gemara the gemara brings. We learn a masechah soifrim that one is not allowed to write a megillah, an excerpt of the Torah for children to learn from, unless he's just in middle of writing the entire Torah and he plans on finishing it. Then it's motor. Rabbi Yehuda says, even your excerpts when you're allowed to write it have to be complete stories from Bereshis until the Dora Mabel, from Teres Kahanim until Vahiva Yemashmini, full sections of the Torah. We don't want things taken out of context. Is the end of the Next, Rabbi Yochanan says in the name of Rabbi Yanai that the Torah was actually given over piece by piece. The Moshe Rabbeinu wrote it out one Megillah at a time based on the Pasuk of Shimon Lakish says, no, it was all written in one shot. The Pasuk says, uh, What is the first time to do with Lakayach? He says, yeah, after he attached all the pieces together, Moshe had a false Sefer Torah. And the other Mandamar holds, when the Pesach says, B'Megillah say, uh, Sefer Kosovo Alai, he says that an entire Torah is called a Megillah. We see this in the Pesach. He saw a floating Megillah. He saw a floating Sefer Torah. Alternatively, we can answer, like Rabbi Levi, who says that there were eight parashiyos that Moshe got on the day that he set up the Mishkan. He got parashas Gehanim, parashas Levim, which was a Maestros, parashas Tmeim, parashas Tuach Tmeim, sending the Tmeim out of the camps. Uh, Parshas Acharemois, Parshas Sisuyayin, Parshas Neiris, and Parshas Para Aduma. Next, Rabbi Loza tells us, most of the Torah is Bechsav, minority is Balpeh. He learns this from the Pesach of Echtoiv Loi Rubi Torasi. Roiv of the Torah is written. Rabbi Yechonin disagrees. He says, Roiv is Balpeh, and the Miot is Bechsav, because the Pesach says, Ki Alpehi Hadavaramo Eile. What does he do with the Pasuk of Echtoiv Loi Rubi Terasi? He says that's, that, that Pasuk is said sarcastically. He said, Wow, I should write down most of my Torah. How do we come They're not listening to any of it. There's a different. What does Othman Domer do with the Pasuk of Alpi Hadvaramela? It sounds like most of it is Balpeh. No, it's, it's just, he's just saying that Balpeh is a lot harder than Torah Shabbat Maybe that's why the Rabbanu Shalom was holding the Kafir Lehm Harkagigas by Arsinai for us to be in the Kabbal, the Torah Shah Balpeh. We said not of it. One, that's one of the answers. Next, Rabbi Yehuda bar Nachmeni Darushin from uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish's Maturgam. The pasuk says, "Kosov lachos hadvar ma'ela," but then it says, "Ki alpi hadvar ma'ela." Is it b'ksav or balpe? What the what, what are these pasukim telling us? It's saying that the stuff that's written in the Torah, Torah shav b'ksav, you're not allowed to leave it balpe. Say it by heart, and that which is said balpe, don't write it down. Say it balpe so that you'll memorize it. You have to focus. The very small says. That when the Pesach says, Eila, it's saying you're allowed to write this down, but you're not allowed to write down halachos. You're only allowed to write down your Torah if, if, if it'll help you remember, which is basically everyone nowadays. Rabbi Yosef said, Kane lechachover, have a kane, a quill, as your friend. Your best friend in learning is a repent. Next, Rabbi Yechanan says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu only gave a bris to Kalal Yisrael because of Torah Shabbat Peh. The Pesach says, Ki alpi hadvar ma'ila, karasi yitcha bris v'es Yisrael. Now back in the Mishnah we said, and one of the taconas that were made because of Dakar Shalom is that you leave the Erev Chatseris in the house where it has been in the past. Why? If you just, just say it's because of uh, COVID, I don't know, we find that the Shoifer, 
that they used to blow on Erev Shabbos, that was originally in Rabbi Huda's house, and then they moved it to Rabba's house, and then it was by Rav Yosef, and then by Abai, and then by Rava. We did move houses. So it's not just about honoring the person who's hosting it. It's either a shayfer or a box that they would uh, do a collection with. So what's wrong with moving the Erev Chatseras? The Gemara says it's because of Shad. We're worried that people are going to look into the house where the Erev Chatseras normally is. They'll see it's not there, and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm carrying a Chatser that has no Erev. So therefore we leave it where it always has been. Uh, the other Takana we had was regarding a river and the Bairas near a river. So the Gemara tells us the, that those who are living near a river, Ram tells us the ones at the bottom get to drink first. Well, Shmuel disagrees. He says that the ones at the top of the river get to drink first. Now, when there's a lot of water, everyone agrees. There's no machalikas there. The whole shayla is when there's not enough water for both of them. So Shmuel says the ones on top, they get to drink first because they're closer to the source of the water. But Rav says the bottom one gets first because the way of the water is to go down to the bottom. He said, let it finish its flow. That's by us. And you're just cutting it off early. In the Mishnah, we uh, learn that whichever pit is closest to the source gets the drink first. Kasha on Rav. So small answers for Rav. He says, when you have it, our Mishnah was talking about where the water is filling up naturally. I said, what's the Chiddush? No, I might think that the bottom guys could say, close up the top so that we're equal. Kamash malan, they don't have that set. Rav Huna Bar Tachlifa says, since at the end of the day, we don't have a, we don't have a psak to go like Rav or Shmuel, we paskin kol to olam govar, whoever gets the water from this river first, they win. Yeah, we're saying before that just because the water from the river naturally goes into their pit, they don't have to close over their pit so that the bottom guys can get, they can let their pits fill up. But the Maya we pass that they can grab it first if they get it first. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.